Hello everyone, this is Jim Barton, I'm here with Reverend Abigail Conley, and this is another episode of Bloody Mary Bible Brunch. Today we're going to talk about um, civility, because we couldn't think of anything happy with current events. <laughs> so, Abby, um, can you give the Tony Campolo yes. bit? So, Tony Campolo is an evangelical um, pastor and author who very much has set on the progressive side of things, and one of his famous bits is... Um, as he talks about some of the things going on, particularly when he was preaching during severe famine in Ethiopia and children drown, um, dying from starvation, he would tell all of the things that were happening and then say, and you don't give a damn. And then he would There follow, are 10,000 children died last night. 10,000 children died last it night. It was preventable. You and don't you give don't a give a damn. And you are more upset that I said damn than the fact that those children starved. So that's an example of how we can be upside down in our view of justice and civility. Right. And so, you know, it's come up in the news a lot recently. Um, we had the situation where the press secretary was um, rejected, refused service at a restaurant. And um, there was this hue and cry that, well, that's, we should be better than that. We shouldn't, you know, why can't we all get along? Um, and particularly Maxine Waters came out to said, no, um, we don't want to get along. You're doing terrible things. You deserve what you got. Right. And so then, you know, this now this sort of um, this issue of, quote, civility came up. So maybe let's also talk about this, about what the difference is or the similarities between civility and what's called respectability politics. And maybe if you want to talk a little bit about respectability politics. Yeah. Um, so... Politics of respectability has often been used to talk about expectations put on people of color to play with nice, white, middle-class people. So expectations about dress, about language, um, and when we say people aren't being polite, that's often exactly what we mean, or they're not being appropriate. They aren't playing by those unwritten rules of um, what it means to be white, middle-class people. And um, HBCUs in the South, in particular, worked intentionally with students to talk about, you know, how do you dress if you want to be taken seriously? Um, because that was the dominant culture. And I think it's, what's interesting is, it, it, we're talking about a tool that says, if you do these things, um, maybe you'll have a better chance of getting accepted. Maybe you'll be less likely to be oppressed. Right. I understand if you're on the side of the oppressor and you're making these choices, well, do this so you'll be, quote, taken seriously. I think it's a whole other thing for the people that are the oppressor to take those things and say, well, we insist that you take these actions. Right. And so, you know, um, the example I give in Arizona legislature, you know, we'll put forward these horribly racist bills. You know, we'll talk about how, um, you know, it'll be raised about black, uh, unarmed black men being shot and killed. And the response to that will be a bill that says we need to protect the police. And that's just heinous, racist behavior. And when politicians will call it out for being racist behavior, oftentimes those politicians who are identifying the racist behavior will be gaveled for not being civil or will be gaveled for sort of ad hominem attack. And it just so um, shows how politeness and civility are a tool of oppression. Right. And let's be clear that by the death the bare minimum definition that civility is about maintaining civilization, they're being quite civilized. They're in a courtroom. Right. They're participating the in the system. Right. They're doing these things where it's like, no, this is the definition of 
civility by being here and participating in this act. You don't like, you think it's impolite because you are being told you're a racist. Right. And no one wants to be a racist even if you are a racist. (laughs) Right. And it's not, it's not, um, it's not wrong to call people out. Right. It's not uncivil to tell the truth. And, um, and frankly, if you have to make people uncomfortable so that they see what's wrong in the world, that's justified. And I think that we're on pretty solid footing as Christians to be there, right? I mean, um, I've often heard um, folks try to reduce Christianity as, as, well, it's just a guy who said be nice to each other. What could be wrong with that? I don't know that Jesus ever said be nice to each other. I, I, I mean... I, I, that's like not in fact a lot of times he was not nice right Jesus was definitely not nice and even what I think it's construed as you know the be nice to each other love your neighbor oh it's just about love it's fine it's this warm fuzzy feeling it's great right loving your neighbor does not always mean you are civil because I think, <laughs> right. I think for me when the other part of this conversation is always about power so the neighbor that is hard to love is not the white guy in power who is trying to get the brown people out of his neighborhood. Right. That guy probably looks like you, probably talks like you. But the people who are new to the neighborhood, are struggling with language, those are the people it's harder to love. Mm-hmm. And I think that in that case, that actually becomes the like, oh, you're going to be uncivil. You're going to be uncivil if you choose to ally yourself with people who are not what is considered the most polite and the most appropriate. And as I recall, Jesus engaged in demonstrations in the temple, and I believe Jesus did a march on the Capitol. And, you know, um, when somebody said, uh, you, know, why, you know, why don't your disciples wash their hands, or why don't you honor the Sabbath, or why don't you do all these things, you know, he said, you know, we're going to do what's right and just rather than what is legal. And um, interestingly, also said that he didn't get rid of the law. So it's a curious mixture there of challenging. But I think that there's nothing about being Christian that says you have to be polite. And I think that when we are in a time now, particularly where we see really aggressive uh, injustice going on, when children are in cages, you don't have to be polite. That's not the right behavior. If someone's telling lies to the press over and over again, being polite to that person is not what uh, Christianity calls you to do. And I think it is, you know, as these conversations are happening, one of the things that comes out in my circles and among clergy is the fact that what was... Jesus was killed in a legal, civilized way as far as the powers that be were concerned. Right. This is perfectly acceptable. And so um, when we tell stories of people who fought against Nazis in World War II and those things, and lift them up as heroes now, let's be very clear, they were not being civil. They were not participating in the system. They, in fact, were killing people who were participating in the system if it was necessary to save the people who were being oppressed by the system. Right. And And as you said, Jesus so lacked civility that he was executed for it. Yes. By the state. All right, well, there you go. That's the message. Civility is not a part of Christianity, and so uh, the folk we at Bloody Mary Bible Branch support incivility to service of justice. Yes. All right. Well, very good. Um, Maybe next time we'll have something. We'll try and find a positive story. We just couldn't do it this time. Um, So until next time, cheers.